0: Blog
1: Talk Radio Urban Glory Radio Simply glorious In spreading the gospel to the world We have designed a streaming radio broadcast For every believer This word, worship, and witness-filled broadcast Streams live every week Access episodes on demand 24 hours a day Subscribe to our iTunes podcast And take UGR wherever you go Visit us online at UrbangloryCampaigns.webs.com Also find us at Twitter.com backslash urban underscore glory and like us on Facebook. Enjoy today's broadcast. Hebrews 6. I'll read it and then we'll talk a little bit about Hebrews. Amen? All right. Are y'all ready? Amen. All right. Let me read you. Uh, our scripture is found in Hebrews 6, the first verse to the 11th. I'll read it and then in the third lesson we'll we'll recite it together every class. But let me read it for your hearing for today. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and faith toward God of doctrines of baptisms and the laying on of hands and the resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. And this we, um, this will we do if God permit. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost and have tasted the good word of God And the powers of the world have come, if they shall fall away, to renew them again to repentance, seeing that they crucify themselves the Son of God afresh, and put him to an open shame. For the earth, which drinketh in the rain that cometh oft upon it, and bringeth forth the herbs meet for them by whom it is dressed, receiveth a blessing from God. But that which beareth thorns and barriers is rejected. And is nigh unto cursing, whose end is to be burned. But beloved, we are persuaded better things of you, and things that accompany salvation. Though we thus speak, for God is not unrighteous to forget your walk or your work rather and labor of love which ye have showed, and um, toward His name and. That ye have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we desire that every one of you show forth the same diligence of hope unto the end. Everyone say the perfecting
0: perfecting
1: process. 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 And I'll explain why I call it the perfecting process over foundation. Amen. Amen. But it's important that if we start in Hebrews chapter 6, we need to understand how we got to the 6th chapter and not start at the 1st chapter. All right. Now, Hebrews was written by an unknown author. Of course, it's been attributed, of course, to Paul. I've said that if you heard me speak, um, liberating the faith. I gave a whole commentary on this, so I don't want to overly do it. But it was an unknown writer that was writing... A theme of the surpassing greatness of Christ his superiority over the Old Testament system over the uh, over Moses over Joshua over Aaron the priest and the goal was to warn readers against the dangers of giving up the substance to which they have in Christ as a temporary shadow of the Old Testament systems and the readers were admonished to go to maturity in their faithfulness toward the things of God and their heavenly callings. They are partakers of their heavenly callings. So in chapter 1, he, um, one of the things that I love about the book of Hebrews is that it's a legal document. It's a law case. It's proving why Christ is Christ. It's proving why he's Christ and why he's superior and why we follow him. Do y'all understand me? And and in that in that um discussion we get um two chapters, chapter five, which begins this discussion on perfection. And and then in chapter six it concludes it that we are to go on, but it ends it with saying, If God permits and that's where I want to begin. Now I've given you the books that I used to study, and it doesn't matter how much you study and how much you know the principles, if God doesn't permit you to go on to maturity, you'll never get there. Let's discover what, uh, what this scripture says, okay? Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ. So this is a discussion on the doctrine of Christ. Key words in, this, in the book of Hebrews is better, which occurs 13 times, perfect, which occurs nine times, and heavenly, which occurs six times. All right? All right. So the scripture gives clear distinction by coining the phrase foundation. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrines of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation. Do you get what I'm saying? So in other words, if you don't have this foundation in your heart, you can't go on. But then it also says, Okay, it tells you what they are. Repentance from dead works, faith toward God, doctrines of baptism, the laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. But verse 3 is the key. And this we will do if God permits. See, you can mentally ascend and intellectually understand concepts naturally. You can say, oh, I I know how to read. And I know these things, and I, if I get an understanding, I got it. No, no. <laughs> that's not what it's about. Because God, the Bible says the natural man cannot obtain the things of God, neither does he know them. So my understanding on this teaching is that it's impossible for a natural man to obtain the knowledge of God. Do you all get what I'm saying? Because everything pertaining to God is spiritual. He draws you by his spirit. He leads you by his spirit. He tells you to be led by his spirit. To live by the spirit and not by the flesh. Right? right? So we are to approach the word of God and everything pertaining to God's word spiritually. And when we talk about terms like faith and repentance and, and um, the laying on of hands and you know like often one of the, the, the foundations that are often missed. Understood is the doctrines of baptism. Because people confuse doctrines with instructions. So generally when I've heard it taught, people have argued of how you get baptized. That's not doctrine. Doctrine is not how. Doctrine answers the questions of why. Doctrine means teaching. So what comes out of us getting baptized versus how we get baptized? Okay, we'll talk about that a little later. That's the that's sixth lesson, amen. I just wanted to give you a little appetizer on where I'm going, because you will, at times, if you are not steadily studying the Word of God, you will become confident in the wrong things pertaining to the Scripture, and instead of the Holy Spirit growing you, because you haven't you haven't really reverenced the Word of God, you'll you'll cap yourself, and that's what Chapter Five talks about, amen. Now. The foundation here, the scripture gives distinction on the coining phrase foundation. Foundation being established is what is uh, gives the call to perfection and then to change to go beyond the foundation. But if you don't, if you've never established what the foundation is, you can't go beyond. That's why we got to discuss what is that foundation, all right? And then the scripture tells us also in First Corinthians chapter three to take heed how we build upon the foundation, right? So you got to be real careful. About what you feed your spirit. You know. You got to be real careful how you hear the word. The Bible tells you. Take heed heed how you hear. You know. So we have to. I mean those, those things. When it comes to the things of God. We should be very studious. Very serious. Very scrutinizing. About what and why we believe what we believe. Alright. Now. Um, And if God permits, because, see, we want to get that approval for God to take us beyond the foundation. And you can walk with God for 50, 60, 70 years and never go beyond the foundation because God ain't never permitted you. That's, that's, that's what makes or breaks Christian experiences. Because a lot of times people try to exist in Christianity naturally. And you can't. You can't even understand what God really wants you to understand, being natural. And and that's why Bible study is so important. See, on Sunday, the preacher, you know, for, for instance, let's go back to the notebooks. You know, I told everybody to get a notebook. Now, Pastor, generally when you do a message, you study about a couple of days, right? About 12, at a minimum of 12 hours, right? A minimum of twelve hours. Now, how long do, do you preach on Sunday? About thirty minutes. So you got twelve hours of information going out in thirty minutes. You think you got it? <laughs> you get know what I'm saying? Now we hear fifty-two times, at least fifty-two times a year. That's if we don't take vacation. That's just Sunday church attendance. <laughs> you know, and most of us. We don't even have a library that can go back and say what thus saith the Lord. And God and, and, and the reason why is because we have not regarded the word as as so as as so the Bible says God places the word above his name, which means his character. He said that the words that I speak their spirit and their life. Right? So everything regarding to the word it's given high priority. You know, our uh, pastor talked about it one time a few months ago that when the people would go write the scripture, they'd clean them, their hands every time they made a mistake. They'd go out and clean themselves and then come back and rewrite it. Just if that, that's if they made a mistake. But then they also clean themselves every time they finished the sentence, every time they got a new sh- a sheet because they reverenced what they were preserving. And and so the reason why I want this to be a supernatural class is because I want us to change how we regard the Word of God and how we receive the Word of God. You're not getting everything by not taking notes, by not having a system. You get what I'm saying? And you're not getting everything um, from the 30-minute teaching by itself. But the good thing is this church has been recording. A a lot of churches don't even record. You know, so when... Somebody die or leave, we don't even know what to do because the spiritual dynamic of it is not preserved. You get what I'm saying? We're in a blessed church. You know, how often do we buy the tapes? Because we're not getting 12 hours in 30 minutes. At least we'll get the highlights of it, but we don't even get the highlights. From just sitting and observing. Because you don't remember everything that you hear in an environment. There'll be things that have been said and transmitted that go right across your head not because you're trying to miss it but just cuz <laughs> there's a the potential for you not to get everything that's that's in the environment so we have to we have to take heed how we build upon the foundation and if there's no system of how we build upon our spiritual foundation then our spiritual relationship with God maturing and and growing into the things of God will be limited and it won't be the devil you get what I'm saying? Remember the parable of the soils. How do you prepare your heart to receive the word? That was the message in it. Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. the The state of your reality is the, is based on the state of your heart. That's why you can see Christians that got all the power and the potential to be exactly what God wants them to be, never reach it, and miss every re- miss the potential that they have in God. Amen. See, when when Paul was addressing the Corinthian church in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, he got irritated. Of course, there was an argument. I've been talking to the men in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and 2 um, about being men of the Spirit. The natural man cannot receive the things of God. That, that, that scripture sticks out to me when I go to approach anything spiritually. Because there's a lot of things that I can do with my flesh. And we have over time developed confidence in the flesh. But we're not to know no man after the flesh, and we're not to be led and driven by the flesh. Everything pertaining to God is spiritual, amen? Amen. All right, so the plan of this teaching is to systematically affirm what should be core beliefs, common amongst believers. And as you talk to people, you'll find out things are not so common. And that's why Bible studies is good to have a communication link out there to make certain that you are getting what should be common to the faith. Amen. Amen. And um, uh, that's why I encourage preachers, you know, when we preach, to preach in series and to, you know, have our stuff together. So that way, the Bible says the Bereans went back and searched the scriptures to see whether the things that were said be so. You know, so we have an obligation um, to, to investigate on our own. You get what I'm saying? To establish our spiritual foundation. Psalms 11.3 says if the foundations be destroyed, what will the righteous do? Philippians 2 tells us to work out our own salvation. So our spiritual foundation should be established on the Lord, on what the Lord taught and manifested, because these are the doctrines of who? Christ. Is Christ Jesus' last name? No. It's the Holy Spirit. So the doctrines of Christ are really what the Holy Spirit has revealed to you to work out in those principles. Do you get what I'm saying? So that way it's a process. Because we're developing and our walk with the Holy Spirit. Amen? All right. So our spiritual foundation should be established on what the Lord Jesus taught and manifested in his living. In a sense, we learn from the man, Jesus, who was later the Spirit. Jesus didn't do anything until he was anointed by the power of the Spirit, who completed the plans of God for his life. So he is our ultimate teacher, and he is our ultimate example. He perfects us to do likewise. By the prompting of the Holy Spirit, I've entitled this course, The Perfecting Process, emphasizing the concepts of of those six foundations being six layers, you know, perfecting process. As we go systematically through, you'll understand exactly what I mean. I've entitled this first introduction, The Philosophy. I know that sounds like a big word. It really isn't. Of Perfecting Revealed. I want to talk about perfecting. I want to emphasize this as much as I can. And if we can't finish today, we'll pick it up next week. Amen. So just flow with me. Take as much notes as you can. I'm not going to speed race through this. Uh, but, you know, I go kind of fast. But even if the tape, the tape, <laughs> amen. So so number one, section one is the philosophical concepts of perfecting. Okay, now I'm going to tell you what I mean by philosophical. Okay, I don't want you all to get... Caught up on words, but in Bible studies, the discussions are words. The words that God speaks of spirit and life. So in all of our giving, we're to get what? We need to understand what these words mean. So this course examines what we believe and why we believe. We are not examining the interpretation of Scripture. There's nothing wrong with that, but anybody can have an interpretation of Scripture. The Bible says rightly divide the word of truth, right? If it can be rightly divided, what else can it be? wrongly divided <laughs> so so i don't want to get into just interpreting scripture well we will highlight that a little bit in the next um portion but i don't um i, I want this to more so be us communicating the foundations what they are you know and how we through help up, w with the help of the holy spirit will confidently be able to communicate them once we go through this study amen now uh what um uh, what are his reasons as to why Uh, These things are important. What is the big deal about studying the Bible? God's big ideas, his agenda for the ages. Why do we need to know him if Jesus finished the (laughs) work? Is Jesus enough? Those are questions that a lot of believers have, and that's why some of them don't even pursue uh, obtaining the knowledge of God. And so we're going to prove exactly why we seek the knowledge of God. My people are destroyed because of lack of what? Not because of a lack of spirit. So you can have a spirit, but if you don't know how to bear, know how to connect with your spirit, you know, the Bible says a child differs nothing from a servant, though he be Lord of all. And he's placed under tutors and instructors until the appointed time of the father. So this word philosophy derived from a, a created system of study on fundamentals of nature and the reality and existence of what uh, knowledge is. Um, is extracted from, okay? So, So in this study, when we talk about philosophy, everyone say we are reviewing the nature and characteristics of the knowledge of God, which create our reality as people of God. All right, so this scripture gives doctrine, and you only give doctrine to those who are disciplined to study doctrine. And those who are disciplined to study doctrine are called disciples. So the doctrine of Christ is for the disciples of Christ. All right? So discipleship implies that we are self-disciplined, self-learners of the word, and we are capable to achieve what God has purposed us to know. Why? We have a relationship with God, and we are led by the Holy Spirit. Now, what the world will try to suggest to us is that we're not capable of obtaining the knowledge of God. That's a lie. And the Bible says, cast not away your confidence. Mm -hmm. You got to have confidence in what you know and, and the nature behind what you know. See, the Bible says we are partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world through lust. Which means, hey, we're not of this world. We don't approach things like this world. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away, and behold, all things are made new. So we, we develop our thoughts around nature and the thoughts around the things of God, not from a natural perspective, but from a supernatural perspective. That's our philosophy. Our philosophy derives from the Holy Spirit teaching us who we really are what we really have, and what we can do. All right? Now, the starting point of, of going on to perfection is is leaving the doctrine of Christ. I mean, we got to know a lot more about Jesus, what he taught, how we live. Right? Now, let me give you five things to start our notes just to help us out so you get an idea of how I teach you know that you know i'll give some definitions like i just gave and then i'll give you five points that you can you can write that you know they're just simple points that we all can understand so let me give you five things that the perfecting process reveals number 1 the plan of god the plan of god number 2 the promises of god The promises of God. Number three. The passions of God's heart. the The passions of God's heart. Number four. The principles of God. And number five. The power of God. Now when I when I've been studying the word of God, the Lord has given me um he always give me a parallel. He always gives me a old testament passage, a new testament passage, how it relates to Christ, how it relates to me through the Holy Spirit, and how I communicate it to others. Paul said Paul said, I would rather you have five words of understanding than to speak in an unknown tongue and nobody know the interpretation of what you're speaking. So I, from that, I derive five points. So I have five points for everything. When I have a meeting with somebody, I have five points. When I'm preaching, I have five points. Because <laughs> at, at the end of the day, I want you to understand what I'm saying, <laughs> and, you know. So so I'm I'm using this teaching to go through so you get an idea of how I flow. You know, pastor may flow a little different or the other ministers may flow, but you all know LeVon going to have five points. Now, I may have three sections in a message, but I have five points either at the conclusion or throughout that session. That's just me. Amen? So in this one, I have five sections, and I have five points in those sections. Amen? So we can fully, fully understand that God, first of all, whenever we talk about perfecting, and I haven't defined what perfecting is. That's our next adventure. <laughs> but But... Whenever you see perfecting and you talk about a process, you'll know it's a plan of God. God created this plan because God is the one that's permitting it to happen. You'll know that it's the promises of God. Obviously, if you understand these things, he's going to reward you for what you understand. Anyone that comes to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Amen. Right? Then then also, we know we get the insight if God's revealing his heart does, see, he don't want us to be people that don't know. That's why he anoints people with gifts so that we can know. Right? He wants us to know beforehand. He says, if you knock, what? The door will be open. If you ask, it will be given to you. If you seek, you'll find. Right? Now, write these scriptures down. Five scriptures just to help you with study. Psalms 1. Blessed is the man. That walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, but his delight is in the law of of the Lord. Now, I wanted to point and emphasize the word delight. And you can also write down Psalms 37, verse 3 through 5. The word delight means to develop in the light. Right? Now, that's the only part that we have to do as believers. We have to be determined to be developed in the light. Do y'all get what I mean? That's what delight means. To develop yourself in the light. Because all things are reproved by the light. All things are made manifest by the light. Jesus, in the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, he created it with what? The light. He wanted everybody to see it. It wanted to be plain. He didn't want it to be so complex that nobody catch on to what he's saying. That's why he gave us light. Right? And that light also that as we develop in that light, then we can show forth our light. 516 Matthew, let your light so shine before men that they might see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven. So we, tr- we are blessed as the man. And of course, I like that scripture because you don't have to interpret it. You can take it verse by verse and get the steps. Blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, number one, nor standeth in the way of sinners, number two, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, number three. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. Number four. And in that law does he meditate on day and night. That's number five, right? And then it gives the benefits. Then he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. He'll bear fruit in his season. His leaves will not wither. Whatever he do, it'll prosper. So I call that the law of the blessed life. Because it starts off with blessed is the man. Did you need somebody to break down the Hebrew and Greek for that? No, just had to read. Right? Amen. John fifteen seven eight. That's the third passage. If you abide in me and my word abides in you, you shall ask what it, you will, and it'll be done. Now, all of these are can uh, are are can conditioned based on you appreciating the word of God. If you're blessed, you meditate on God's word day and night. Right? If you want to be blessed, meditate on the word of God. Amen. Right? Trust in the Lord and do good, and so you will dwell in the land. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he'll give you the desires of your heart. <laughs> right? And then also, 1 Timothy chapter 2. Chapter 2, verses 10 through 16. And of course, it's the famous one. Study to show who? Yourself. That's what I always tell people. We're not studying to show anybody else. That's how we build our foundation in the word of God. But we have to regard the word of God. Amen. And then the other one is, huh? Okay, no, it's no problem. The the other scripture I'm giving you is 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 10 through 16. Glory to God. Now he said, thou hast fully known my doctrine. And then he qualifies it and says, my manner of life, purpose, faith, suffering, charity, patience, persecutions, afflictions, which came unto me at Antioch and Iconium and Lystria, which uh, what persecutions I endure. He called that persecutions, my Lord. But uh, out of all of them, the Lord delivered me. So Paul had a way of teaching that you will understand his doctrine by his life and he got that from Jesus. We look unto Jesus the author and the finisher of our faith. For the joy that was set before him he endured the shame. And he endured the cross and God exalted him, amen. So we we see that when we ever whenever we go to examine doctrine, these scriptures we have a high regard for the word. We delight and we trust God with what we know the word says. He blesses us in return of our, our diligence, right? And then we look at one another also. Because our life should mean what we believe. Amen? Now, five concepts every believer should have. Five concepts every believer should have. Number one, the commandments of God. The commandments of God. All right? The categories of the Bible is number two. The categories of the Bible, the commandments of God, the categories of the Bible. You know, the categories of the Bible is law, history, poetry, prophecy, gospels, histories, letters, revelation. Oh, plug in. In the church handbook, the new membership ask.:
0: Curping Pastor- Glory Radio. Simply glory.